So on this episode, I want to talk about the types of characters we tend to see in more old school rule systems, more old school type of games. And what we see is characters that they're a little better than ordinary people, at least at the beginning, in the beginning, and then they get more powerful as they go on. But they also, throughout their career, tend to be rather fragile if they're based on the older root rule sets of in current editions of certainly D&D and D&D related games characters roll a die for their hit points every level all the way up through whatever the top level is of that system 20 seems to be a popular one in 4th edition it was 30 but in the older school rule sets after usually after 9 levels you were done rolling you would just get a set number of hit points based on whatever class you were with the fighter getting the most I think they got, got three or four level and all the way down to what we what was called magic user in most of the old D&D style systems. But people refer to, depending on, on the class, can be a wizard or a sorcerer. Uh, they would get a point every level after night. Plus any, if you happen to have a constitution bonus. But constitution bonuses, like most bonuses, were, were fairly rare and fairly low. And these characters were more or less randomly determined. You know, you'll hear a lot of old school gamers talking about the way you make a character as you roll 3d6 down the line for each of your abilities. And while I did, I believe it might have been the first episode of this podcast I did, kind of disputed that a little bit as most of the D&D style systems had either multiple ways you could roll up a character or they had some mitigation allowed so that you could adjust ability scores after you rolled them to make it more likely to get the class that you were you were thinking of when you sat down at the table to play. You were, in a lot of ways, at the whims of, of chance, at the, at the whims of randomness. Uh, bonuses were hard to come by, even with above-average scores. And so your character was not defined so much by what was on their character sheet. They were going to be kind of low-powered to start with, and they would pick up more power as they went. And a lot of that was what you find. The world helped define the character. Uh, what, what kind of magic items do you acquire? What kind of recon do you do? You know, survivability was about learning your environment, learning the world around you, learning what threats lurked and how to deal with them, and even more so, how to bypass them looking for ways around a threat rather than going straight at it. That was why uh, a lot of the old rule systems used gold for XP, treasure for XP, because it was more about what you acquired and what you did as opposed to simply killing monsters and making their stuff. And so people could be a little less attached to their characters perhaps. View them as means to an end. They're avatars in a game. Um, some of that is the war game mindset that original games came from. These were war gamers. They were they were pieces on a board, as it were. And when they got down into the nitty gritty of playing a singular individual, even then, a lot of times they were hiring help. They were hiring men at arms, or they were hiring if they could find some sort of a 
another low-level magic user to hire. They would hire them to take them along for the added firepower if they did encounter an obstacle or an enemy that they just couldn't bypass and couldn't negotiate with. But it was about thinking. It was, a, it was about thinking. It was about planning. It was about using the tools that you had and, and figuring out what tools you needed. And the character developed as the campaign went on, by and large. You would have some sort of a background you you could have on your character sheet, you know, where you came from, what what were you doing before you, you went adventuring. But by and large, you wanted to see are they gonna survive past the first couple of levels before you were truly invested in them, and the adventures themselves lended them to who the characters were and how they developed. Now certainly there were people with I'm sure there were people in, back in the 70s and 80s that would sit down at a table and develop a backstory and talk with the GM about things that, you know, they wanted their character to experience. But the, the relationship was a lot different. You know, you, you open up a 5th edition D&D book and they have a lot of ways for you to customize your character from the very beginning. And a lot of ways to customize your character as they advance. I mean, for the most part in old school games, a fighter was a fighter. And it was the weapons that he fought with and the weapons that, in later systems, when there were things like weapons, specialization, that they became good with, that made them different from other characters of the same of the same class. And again, that would go down to what they had found and what they had experienced and what what they'd had to deal with. If they had been in situations where they were better off with ranged attacks, they might be better with a bow. Or if they found a magical bow, they might be better with a bow because that was the direction that the adventure drove them. And even even the characters with magic had to think and you know use other skills and even dive into combat themselves because you know, it, there was a lot of the old systems were what they call fire and forget spells. You you fire off the number of spells you have for the day, and then you're done. There's there's no more spells, and you had to decide at the beginning of the day which spells you were going to have. Are you going to take? Is your cleric going to take more healing or more buffs? Is your magic user going to take more defensive spells, more offensive spells, or more utility spells to help you overcome? traps and get get out of get in and out of situations so it was more from from the very beginning from rolling up your character to dealing with what lay in front of you to having having a plan having a way of dealing with circumstances and overcoming obstacles beyond just going straight at them and looking for a solution on your character sheet it was a matter of Dealing with what the system and the world threw at you, and learning to when when to attack, when to defend, when to run, when to sneak, when to simply go in another direction and seek seek another way. So that's the way, from my viewpoint, the characters in the older school world worked. A little maybe a little more different in modern systems but 
in its own way, a satisfying way of overcoming things, uh, a a way of dealing with what was thrown at the party in a way that could be very satisfying when we reach reach the end of the journey.